This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. That's rain, 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 Steve. Uh, that's good news. We're starting this new year in a good way. Oh, I mean, we certainly are. Banner Mountain received almost 19 inches since Christmas and uh, 26 inches in the month of December. So we've been doing really well. The California Department of Water Resources, they measured the statewide snowpack at 156%. Okay, uh, that's above, that's that's of the normal. So we're doing really well up in the snowpack too. Go ahead and look at Lake Oroville and what you're going to see are those water levels. They've, they've come up at least 10 feet as of the last two days of December. And you know, we've had a lot of rain since then. So I'm sure it's come up even more. Lake Shasta water levels, they've gone up over 12 feet. So this is all a good thing. And it's a bit of a, it's a sigh of relief, but you know, we're way, way, way behind. We need to recognize that also. Um, Soil moisture, moisture in the vegetation, water in the creeks and reservoirs, even the groundwater aquifers. So what we want to see is all this great wet stuff to continue through the wet season. And uh, that means through April and even, you know, some in May, some in June. That's, that's what we're hoping for. We want that snowpack to stay frozen late into the season. And you got to remember, one-third of the California's water supply is that snowpack. So you're saying don't applaud yet <laughs> is what you're saying. I mean, of course, last year we had that huge storm and, you know, the snowstorm really more than in uh, – December and January, and we were out there applauding, Yahoo, it's over, it's over. Not so. Uh, that was yeah. about it. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's never going to be over, but we're going to have periods of, of an abundance of, of the wet stuff, and then we're going to have periods of extreme drought, and as each of those extend in through time, uh, we're going to end up with longer droughts, and that makes it a little dicey, and so we're going to be, become adaptive. That's what we're in process as a, as a community right now. Well, the snowpack is looking good right now. Mm-hmm. What, now, what are the factors impacted by our changing Sierra snowpack? Central Sierra Snow Laboratory studies these kind of things. Uh, here's one thing. The American pika has disappeared from the 165-square-mile area of habitat over in North Lake Tahoe area. Now, this little critter is a relative of the rabbit, all right? But it's really adapted well to, the, to survive the really cold and snowy winters that exist up there in the Tahoe region. They don't, they don't hibernate. So this 2017 study, it states that there's the biggest die-off of the American pika in modern age right now. And it's really, uh, they're looking at it as a, a, a result of the climate changing a bit in, in our area. Now, forests are moisture stress. We all know that because uh, declining snowpacks and longer dry seasons uh, are, are now extending into November. That's uh, a lot longer than what it used to be. So what's the consequence? Well, we have parched landscapes, and that yields more forest fires. Everybody knows that as well. Remember the Calder fire? What was that, 2021, just a couple years back? It burned its way up the western slope. It crested over on Echo Summit, and then it entered into the Tahoe Basin. That was a big deal. It left about 221,000 acres of burnt landscape. So the aftermath of that is is what I I look at and how it impacts the snowpack. Uh, all those trees burnt, so the tree canopy is now no longer there. And that means the snow is exposed to more sunlight. Guess what that does? Well, 
got more melting. In addition to that, you have all that black carbon that's falling off the trees as we step into winter. And, uh, and, and, and that black uh, material ends up sitting on top of the snow, and it absorbs a lot more radiation than the, the white snow does, which reflects. And that causes more melting as well. So things are working against us when we do have snow. This is why our hope is to always have significant winter snowfalls and then consistent freezing temperatures throughout the entire winter and early spring and fewer catastrophic fires. All these things, unfortunately, are out of our control. But, you know, we keep on moving on. Well, even around here, Steve, you see a lot of dead and dying trees, um, you know, in our region. Oh, absolutely. It's a constant... uh, uh, activity on my property because uh, these these trees keep showing up and they're dying and we have to cut them down to make sure things stay safe. So it looks like our best option right here t- today is to prepare for the consequences that a changing snowpack is going to bring. Oh, yeah, that's true. And at the state level, what we need is a deep pocket of funding, and they're doing that. Uh, that funding would be that funding would be used to handle expensive responses to to the catastrophic fires, which are very expensive. Uh, also, water issues, food issues. There's food issues that are developing. Look at the cost of lettuce now. I mean, it's a, a number of other things as well causing that. But uh, but food will be affected, and then possibly unhealthy conditions like excessive heat or polluted water supplies or asthma-induced air quality. You know, take a take a drive down to Palm Springs and south of there to the Salton Sea and see uh, if you if you're asthmatic. That's probably not a good trip for you because it's not. These are things caused by having less water and and more air pollutants. Uh, uh, circulating throughout the atmosphere. At the local level, our community needs to be informed of these conditions and then also how how we can protect ourselves, all right? And then finally, at the you and me level, we're the responders, all right? Each of us, KVMR listeners, community at large, we're the ones that are boots on the ground. So we do the work and we reap all the benefits of, of this. Well, Steve, it looks like we all have a responsibility. You know, we're living a good life, right? We have to kind of keep our lifestyle within certain uh, parameters. (laughs) We all tend, we all want to do that. And I know our community, uh, our communities are willing participants in in doing this. We really don't have much of a say-so in the matter, as I said earlier, it's out of our control, but it's the only way to protect ourselves in a changing, in these, with these changing conditions that we live. You know, we're the ones that can adapt. And so we can do that and we're, it's going to be, I feel like 2023 is going to be a good year. Well, I do, too. But I'm a very positive guy. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. Email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.